Welcome back, everyone, to the Chaos Ball Podcast, the best and fastest growing Mariners podcast in the known universe. Welcome to a special edition of this podcast. Uh, This is not going to be a usual one. This is going to be a special one. Uh, This podcast is going to be about, as you saw in the title, my uh, Mariners Miners Team of the Year. Uh, The minor league season just wrapped up. The Mariners did just announce their minor league award winners as well. Uh, And I will go through those shortly. Um, But I think a big part of being a fan, or at least uh, one of my favorite parts of being a fan, is following prospects and guys in the minor leagues. Um, I think it's really fun. Uh, and I think it's way going to be way more fun in the future root for them now that they can collectively bargain for themselves. As I've talked about in previous podcasts, they are now represented by the MLBPA and they will be bargaining this offseason for better pay and conditions. And that is a huge, 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 huge win. So getting into the thick of it here, this is going to be probably a little bit of a shorter pod, but I think this is very important for fans to know what the farm was up to this season. Who are the best players? Um, and obviously I'm not the end all of who are the best players. There were a lot of good players in the system this year. Um, but I poured over the stats and decided arbitrarily who, uh, deserved to be on this all minors team. There's a lot of honorable mentions too, because the way I did this basically was, um, position based, uh, and, if you play the majority of your defense at this position. So, pretty standard stuff. But first, before I get into my team, I would like to read what the uh, the Mariners and Andy McKay, the Senior Director of Baseball Development, how they uh, handed out their minor league awards. So, let's just get into it. Infielder, Robert Perez Jr. received the Ken Griffey Jr. Minor League Hitter of the Year Award. Right-handed pitcher Taylor Dollard received the Jamie Moyer Minor League Pitcher of the Year Award. Catcher Harry Ford received the Alvin Davis Mr. Mariner Award. Hell yeah. Outfielder Jack Larson and outfielder Cade Marlowe received the Edgar Martinez Dominate the Zone Hitter Award. Right-handed pitcher Isaiah Campbell received the Dominate the Zone Pitcher Award. Infielder Trent Tinglestad awesome name, received the Dan Wilson Minor League Community Service Award, and manager Colin Cowgill received the Dave Henderson Minor League Staff Member of the Year Award. Colin Cowgill, many remember, um, has bounced, bounced around the league for a while and is now a minor league manager, so clearly good year for him. So that's awesome. Now you saw, if you were watching the game on Saturday, Last Saturday, you saw these guys on the field receive their awards. Very cool. Very cool. Um, And congratulations to to those guys. Um, And uh, a couple of those names will occur again as I go through my Mariners team of the year in the minors. So some stipulations and stuff uh, about how I determine this. Um, Pretty stat-based, but, I mean, I, I left out... Any of the guys who got traded, so like uh, the Reds trade, Levi Stout, Noah V. Marte, Edwin Arroyo, they had great numbers uh, before they got traded, so I left them out because they're no longer in the organization, but uh, I have no ill will towards them. I hope they have successful careers because they're good players. They're great players. Um, and like I omitted like Jerry Kelnick and a lot of the guys who bounced who were on the 40-man 
at all this year who were bouncing between AAA and the majors. Um, and there's not a lot, whole lot of AAA love in this in this team. I, I kind of there were there were some great seasons for the Tacoma Rainiers. Um, a lot of those seasons were were guys who bounced up and down, like I said, like Kelnick, like Trammell. Um, but I left off like Evan White's on here. He didn't play enough games for me, and then a couple other guys are in the honorable mention. But a lot of this is uh, is double A and below. Uh, the somewhat far off future of the organization but and uh so this is a pretty standard baseball team so this is kind of like the all mob um one player for each position and then three outfielders not defined by left center or right field uh then a dh and then five starting pitchers and three relievers so let's just get into it the catcher I hinted at this last week. It's Harry Ford. Uh, no surprise. He's 19 years old. Played the entire season in single A Modesto. Go nuts. Uh, his his stats, what he put up in 104 games. He slashed 274, 425, 439. That's good for an 863 OPS. Those hits, he had 107 of them. 107 hits. 23 doubles, 4 triples, 11 home runs. 65 RBIs, 89 runs, 88 walks, and 115 strikeouts. And he went 23 stolen bases out of 28 attempts on the base path. And on the flip side of that, he had a 27% caught stealing percentage, which is pretty solid. I don't know exactly what the minor league numbers are, but I know 30 above 30 is considered very good for a catcher. So I think his defense certainly coming along. I know defense and pitch calling and all that takes a lot to develop a guy in the minor leagues, but his offense is clearly there. Um, weird combo and a catcher. He's pretty powerful, but he's he's smaller, but he's so athletic. I've compared him to Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts before, athleticism-wise. Um, weird to see a catcher steal that many bases uh, and has some pop. 11 home runs in 107 games. like That's pretty solid. And 88 walks to 115 strikeouts, that's a great ratio. So, fantastic year for Harry Ford. Uh, Huge, 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 huge draft this year to get him uh, and potentially the cornerstone catcher of the franchise's future. I doubt we'll see him for at least two years, but uh, those numbers are, are something else. Moving on to first base. Now, he won the Infielder of the Year award. In the minor leagues, yeah, it's first baseman Robert Perez. He's 22 years old. He played this season majoritively in single-A Modesto. Uh, He got promoted towards the latter half of the year to high-A Everett, the Aqua Sox. His stats for single-A Modesto, he played 92 games. He slashed 270, 369, 501. That's good for an 870 OPS. He had 93 hits of those hits. 18 doubles, one triple, and 20 bombs. 87 RBIs and 78 runs on the season, and then 48 walks to 108 strikeouts, and he swiped five bags in five attempts. Uh, and then the numbers he put up after he got promoted to Everett are somehow better. Smaller sample size, but jump off the page. And 35 games for Everett. He slashed 342, 477, 583. Good for a 1,060 OPS. 41 hits of those hits, six doubles, one triple, seven home runs, 27 RBIs, 22 runs, 
and 23 walks and 34 strikeouts. Swiped one bag in two attempts. Um, this guy is a really, really intriguing prospect. Um, another one far off from the MLB level at the moment, but um, it's kind of crazy. I know this, the sample was about a third smaller in, uh, in Everett after he got promoted, but he got promoted and just went on a tear. <laughs> so that's good to see. I'm assuming he'll start the year next year in Everett, um, potentially ending the year in Modesto. That would be good to see. Good progression for Robert Perez. Um, and uh, yeah, great season from him, from the 22-year-old. Uh, and most of the guys on this list are pretty young. There's a couple of them who are older, um, and baseball can have older minor league guys. I mean, Edgar was in the minor league, so he's like 28. Um, but most of these guys are pretty young, which is which is fun to see. Moving on to second base, K- Kaden Polchevic. Polchevic? Polchevic, I'm pretty sure. Polchevic. Uh, he's 23 years old. Spent the entire season in AA Arkansas. Go Travs. Played 118 games. Slashed 242, 345, 386. That's good for a 731 OPS. He had 109 hits. 21 stolen, or not stolen bases, sorry. 21 doubles, 4 triples, and 12 dingers. 60 RBIs, 70 runs, uh, 59 walks, and 118 strikeouts. Um, 18 for 20 stolen bases as well. So, some good speed on the base path. Um, This could be the weakest slash line slash just raw stats out of any of the guys, uh, the offensive guys on this team. Um, Second base, we're not super deep in the minors at second base from what I can tell. Um, A lot of the guys, like, I mean, we we have shortstops that could play second base. Um, Guys like like Mason McCoy, who's in AAA right now, I know he can play second base. Like Eric Mejia can play second base. Um, but uh, Poltrevic played like a vast majority of his games at second base, and he looked like a pretty solid prospect. So I think he'll stick with Arkansas next year, um, ideally hoping to make it up to AAA. The middle infield just kind of has to clear out in AAA, and he's got to put up good numbers again. But definitely a bright future, a lot of speed on there. And I've heard his defense really improved this year. Um I have no stats to prove that. Minor league stats, especially like more advanced ones, are really, really, really hard to find. Teams have them. I know that. But um, those stats are kind of hard to find for someone like me who doesn't have that access. So, But Caden Polchevich, another name to remember. Moving on to shortstop. This is a tough decision, but I went with Michael Arroyo, the 17-year-old who played the, in the Dominican Summer League this year. Um, we just signed him, international prospect. Uh, these stats are, are fantastic. Uh, 49 games for the for the Dominican Summer League team. Slash 314, 457, 484. It's good for a 941 OPS. He had 41 hits, 10 of those doubles, 2 triples, and 4 home runs. He had 22 RBIs, 46 runs, 27 walks to 33 strikeouts, and swiped 4 bags in 8 attempts. Like I mentioned before, um... Shortstop was pretty deep uh, prior to, well, Noevi Marte and Edwin Arroyo both were middle infielder shortstop guys, probably our top two, uh, and they both were in that Reds trade. But Michael Arroyo is a young star in the making in the Dominican Summer League. Um, Mason McCoy as well, just a shout-out. He was in my honorable mention. He had a fantastic season for Tacoma at shortstop. Um, he's a potential... I mean, he'll, he'll, he might be spring trainee invite 
invite. And uh, I don't know. It depends on what they do in the offseason, middle infield-wise. I'm hoping they'll try to spend some money. But the the free agent class isn't the strongest. So I don't know. We might see Mason McCoy up next year. But uh, Michael Arroyo, I decided the stats jumped off the page. I know it's only 49 games, but you got to consider Dominican Summer League. And the suit's 17, so way off. Way off the major league level, but a name to remember for sure, especially because he has a very good opportunity to rise to the ranks now that Noel V. Marte and Edwin Arroyo both departed this year. Those are two of the better shortstop prospects in the major leagues, so he's got a track now, and I'm assuming next year we'll see him in A-ball, so we shall see what he does, but he's only 17, so bright future, bright future. For third base, this was a tough one too. There's a lot of guys who played... Quite a bit at third base, DH, first base. There were a lot of, a lot of bouncing around. But um, I settled, who played in the majority of his games at third base this year and played solid defense. <clears throat> Joe Rizzo, 24-year-old, spent the entire year in Arkansas, double-A. Uh, Joe Rizzo, I feel like he's been in the system for quite a while. Uh, and I, f- I, I feel like he's just slowly improving. Um, this is a solid year for him. He played 118 games, slash 277. 343, 467. That's good for an 810 OPS. He had 135 hits, 30 doubles, no triples in those hits, but 21 dingers. So some pop in his bat for sure. Uh, 69 RBIs, 84 runs, and then 48 walks to 103 strikeouts, um, and two stolen bases and three attempts. So not a huge speed guy. A uh, pretty prototypical third baseman build here. Um, higher strikeout to walk ratio, um, but some some pop in his bat. 118 games with 21 home runs, um, <clears throat> 467 slugging. That's that's solid. So one to watch next year. I think he'll probably be up in AAA. So we shall see. And now to the outfielders. Um, and they're in no particular order. It's just outfielder, no left field, center field, right field. All these guys kind of played all those positions this year. So no point in really designating which spot in the outfield to see, uh, to bog them down in. Cause I mean, it's the minors, you know, you guys can play all over. So the first outfield on this list that I hope a lot of you have heard now, there's a lot of talk about him right now, but Cade Marlowe, the 25 year old who, man, I've been all over this this dude this year um i i remember him last year having a really good end to the season and i was like yeah this guy's good and then all this year he was just raking what a year for Cade marlowe uh i mean he was on the mariners awards so they clearly recognize his efforts um he spent the majority of the year in double a arkansas and then he was most recently um promoted to triple a tacoma he's been playing there the past like two weeks so that is encouraging. Uh, he'll get a spring training invite, I'm sure, and probably start the year in Tacoma next year. And I think we'll definitely see him in the majors, at the very least next September, but potentially earlier. I don't know. He just keeps getting better. Um, so in double-A, the stats he put up, he played 120 games, pretty durable this season as well. Um, slash 291, 380, 483. That's good for an 864 OPS. 130 hits. 18 doubles, 3 triples, 20 bombs, 86 RBIs, 75 runs, 55 walks to 133 strikeouts, and then he swiped 36 bags in 46 attempts. So 
he put up another 2020 season and another 2020 100 RBI season, which he had last year as well, back-to-back. Thank you to Mariners Miners, at M-I-L-B Mariners on Twitter for that, because I did not know he did that, and I looked at his stats, and I was like, oh, well, I'll be damned. Back-to-back 2020 100 RBI seasons for him in the Miners. That's tremendous. So real 2020 threat in the outfield here. Um, and then it's a super small sample uh, in AAA. Like I said, he got promoted um, a couple weeks ago. He played 13 games for them. He slashed 250, 350, 519. That's good for an 869 OPS. Uh, 13 hits of those. Three doubles, one triple, three home runs. 16 RBIs, 8 runs, 7 walks, and 23 strikeouts. Swiped 6 bags and 6 attempts. So he basically made it up to AAA and did the same thing. For 13 games, he put up roughly the same numbers. Small sample, but roughly the same output as he did all year in AA. So that's super encouraging. Uh, the strikeout number is a little high, um, but that's that's fine. That's always something you can work on. His tools are are good, and he clearly... He wasn't one of those super highly touted prospects, but he has played his way into the conversation. Uh, and I, it's clear he has a tremendous work ethic. Um, and I hope to see him up in uh, spring training and maybe with the major league team next year. So moving on to the second outfield spot, I have Lazaro Montez, 17-year-old, another Dominican summer league guy. He played 55 games this year in the Dominican Summer League. He slashed 284, 422, 585, 1,007 OPS. 50 hits of those hits, 13 doubles, 5 triples, and 10 dingers. 41 RBIs, 34 runs, and 35 walks of 74 strikeouts, and then 3 stolen bases and 4 attempts. So another Dominican Summer League guy, him and Michael Arroyo, both 17, both absolutely raked in the Dominican Summer League, uh, and this guy has big power. Uh, 55 games, 10 home runs, uh, and he had a 585 slugging in those 55 games. Yeah, he's no, he's got big power um, for a 17-year-old kid. So another one super far off the Major League level, but... One to know the name of for the future uh, because clearly super talented. So excited to see what he can do stateside next year along with his buddy Michael Arroyo. So two bright stars in the Dominican Summer League on this team. And uh, I showed a little bit of bias towards the younger guys who put up crazy numbers. Even though they played less games than a lot of guys, It's uh, I'm looking at the future, man. I'm looking at the future. There are a lot of good players in this organization. Uh, and the last outfielder spot, I went with Jonathan Classe. 20, he's 20 years old, although I feel like he's been in the org for a while. I think he's been in the org. We signed like international signing um, years ago. So, yes, but I feel like he's just, I've heard his name in this organization for so long. Uh, but he spent the whole year in single A Modesto. He played 107 games. He slashed 267, 374. 463, good for an 837 OPS. He had 113 hits. Uh, the spread of these hits is kind of tremendous. He had 22 doubles, 11 triples, and 13 home runs. Uh, that goes along with 49 RBIs, 91 runs, 
65 walks to 133 strikeouts. And then he had 55 swiped bags out of 65 this year. So always been the guy. I knew him from when we signed him as he's one of the fastest players in the minor leagues. He has a knack for base running um, that obviously assists him in the outfield. Uh, But he has pop, man. He has pop. 13 dingers in 107 games for a dude who swiped 55 bags is a lot. Uh, Quite a bit of strikeouts here, but just a really exciting player. Really, really electric player. And he he led the the Mariners organization total in steals this year. I feel like he did that last year, too. Um, Forrest Wall in AAA. I think got really close to him. I think he surpassed 50, but didn't quite surpass 55 this year. Uh, Forrest Wall plays outfield as well, and then like a little second base, kind of an Adam Frazier position type, not the same player at all. But uh, yeah, Jonathan Class A, one of the fastest guys in the org, uh, and one to watch for sure. Still pretty far off from the majors, but I felt he deserved some love on here. And then the last position player, uh, DH. DH was a little tougher to find just because a lot of guys rotate in and out of DH. Like Joe Rizzo played a lot of DH this year, and a lot of other guys did um, as well as playing the field. But this guy for uh, high A, the Everett Aqua Sox, played the majority of his games at DH, a little bit of first base, but mostly DH. It's Dariel Gomez. He played 113 games up in Everett. Slash 223, 321, 472. It's good for 793 OPS. He had 91 hits. 20 of those doubles, two triples, and 26 bombs. 65 RBIs, 57 runs, 55 walks with 163 strikeouts. Uh, He attempted one stolen base, apparently, and didn't get it. Uh, Definitely not a speed guy. Um, Definitely a first base DH uh, major power strikeout guy. Uh, 26 home runs is nothing to to laugh at. and I'm just I, I'm excited to see where this guy goes. He's 25, so he's a little older and high Everett, but what a season for him! And I hope he can continue that, man. And that kind of power is not anything to to trifle with. So exciting season from him. Uh, and that about wraps up the position players for this team of the year. A lot of exciting guys. Uh, and uh, I would like to thank every one of you for uh, listening this far. Uh, make sure to follow us uh, at chaosball1977 on Twitter for more content, especially minor leaguers. Um, and now I'm going to get into the pitcher side of things. So I'll start with the starters. Uh, and the first guy I want to mention was on the awards list for the Mariners that I read earlier in the episode. It's Taylor Dollard, the 23-year-old who pitched all this season in AA Arkansas. He made 27 starts this year. He went 16-2 and two in those starts. He pitched 144 innings with a 2.25 ERA and a .951 whip. If you don't know what whip is, it's walks and hits per innings pitched. So basically, uh, how many guys you allowed on base per inning. So less than one is very good. Uh, and in those 144 innings, he had 131 strikeouts to 31 walks. That makes an 8.2 strikeout per nine and a 1.9 walk per nine ratio, which is very good. Uh, great, great starter this year. I think he'll make his way up to Tacoma next year and potentially the major league level for sure. Very intrigued to see where he ends up. Very talented pitcher. <clears throat> All right, moving on to the second pitcher. 
Bryce Miller, 23-year-old, who played at three levels of the org this year. He started in single-A Modesto. He made a start there. Uh, he got promoted to high-A Everett, and then uh, he got promoted to double-A Arkansas. Um, the Modesto start, I, it might have been a a, uh, a rehab start because uh, he started one game there. He got a no decision. He went five and a third, three strikeouts, two walks, one earned. Um, and then his stats pick up in high-A Everett. And those stats are as follows. He made 15 starts. He went 3-3. Three and three, Pitched 77.2 innings. Uh, 3.36 ERA. 1.017 whip. With 99 strikeouts, 25 walks. That's good for an 11.5 strikeout per 9 with a 2.9 walk per 9. Uh, and then in AA Arkansas, in the latter half of the year, he made 10 starts. He went 4-1 and one with 50 innings pitch, 50.2. With a 3.3 ERA and a 1.046 whip. With a 61 strikeouts, 19 walks, and that is good for a 10.8 strikeout per nine and a 3.4 walk per nine. Uh, really intriguing pitcher. Nasty stuff, too. He ended the year, his last start of the year, he, uh, uh, you may have seen it, he struck out 14 dudes in a fantastic start, one of the best starts all year. Uh, and he's just got, he's got wipeout stuff when he's, when he's hurling it well. I can absolutely see him in the majors next year as a reliever. Um, I don't know if he makes it to the majors as a starter. I don't know what the organization's plans for him are, but I can see him being a really good reliever down the line in the future. So definitely one to watch. Uh, the third guy. Now I didn't include anyone we traded. Uh, Levi Stout would have been on here. Um, but I did include this guy who we acquired in May which I thought was early enough to have good stats, which it was. Uh, his name is Prelander Beroa, a, uh, a starter who's 22 years old. He made some starts for high A Everett and then got promoted to AA Arkansas later this year. Uh, those starts in Everett, he made 13 of them. He went 2-2, two and two, 52.1 innings pitched, with a 2.58 ERA and a 1.166 whip. So a little bit of a higher whip there, but... 81 strikeouts in those 52 innings pitched with 32 walks. That's good for a 13.9 strikeout per nine and a 5.5 walk per nine. So a lot of walks, a lot of Ks. Uh, and then in double A, he made nine starts, went two and one, hurled 35 innings with a 4.37 ERA and a 1.286 whip. So some growing pains there going between levels. Um, but again, 53 strikeouts and 25 walks and 35 innings pitched. So... Kind of a volatile guy, but he's got strikeout stuff for days. Another guy like Bryce Miller, I can absolutely see being a bullpen arm in the future. Uh, and I think uh, we acquired him for Donnie Walton. I love Donnie, Donnie Walton, but I think it's a good acquisition. Just another good pitching arm in the organization. Uh, moving on to the fourth pitcher, who really, really came onto the scene this year. I had literally never heard of him prior to this year. Then... Uh, Mariners Miners on Twitter started tweeting about him. I was like, man, this dude burst on the scene this year. Um, that was Joseph Hernandez of Single A Modesto. He's 22 years old, and he made 22 starts this year for Modesto. In those starts, he went 9-5 with 116.2 innings pitched, 3.39 ERA, and a 1.14 whip. In those 116 innings, he struck out 143 guys with 54 walks. That's good for an 11 strikeout per nine on the dot and a 4.2 walk per nine. 
Uh, so fantastic starts from him this year. Um, clearly worked really hard, pitched his way into relevancy in this organization. Um, obviously, they know about him, but I he he just had a breakout year this year, and I'm excited to see what he can do next year, potentially in uh, Everett or single A again. So another guy to watch, Joseph Hernandez. And the last pitcher in my starters, at least, in this team of the year. Most of you probably know his name is Emerson Hancock, the 23-year-old starting pitcher who made all of his starts for Arkansas AA this year. He made 21 starts. He went 7-4, 98.1 innings pitched with a 3.75 ERA and a 1.2 whip, uh, 92 strikeouts, and 38 walks in those innings, 8.4 strikeout per nine, and that was good for a 2.5 walk per nine as well. So another very solid year for Emerson Hancock. Uh, will probably be invited back to spring training next year. I think the team probably will look to develop his arm a little bit more in the offseason. He still hasn't thrown a tremendous amount of innings in a year, which is still something to keep an eye on. He's clearly very talented. Um, I just I don't know what the long-term plan is. I hope uh, they can ramp up his starts next year, but still very talented. Um and I trust this organization to develop talent, specifically pitchers. So I think um, he's definitely one to watch for the future. Most of the people know his name. He's been in our top prospects list for quite a while. So he rounds out the starting five of my pitchers of the year in the minor leagues. And now to go on to my three relievers of the year for this organization. Starting off hot with Isaiah Campbell. The 24-year-old who pitched in high A Everett and Devil A Arkansas this year. Um, many of you may have heard of him. Probably the most talked about reliever in the organization this year. He was fantastic. Fantastic. And I think we could see him up in the major leagues next year. Pitching on the bullpen. Uh, he's that good. He is that good. So for Everett, high A. He pitched in 19 games. Uh, he started four of those games. Uh, he never really, he didn't go, he doesn't go super long in those starts, kind of bullpen starts. Uh, he went 1-0. He pitched 33 innings with a .82 ERA and a .848 whip. Uh, 33 innings, he pitched, uh, uh, he threw 35 strikeouts in those innings with 10 walks. And then in Arkansas, he pitched in 14 games, no starts. Uh, he threw 13 innings with a 3.46 ERA and a 1.154 whip. Uh, 24 strikeouts to two walks in those 13 innings. That's good for an absurd 16.6 strikeout per nine. Very small sample, but great stuff. Um, give up quite a few, well, more runs than usual going up to Arkansas, but the strikeout stuff's still there. His command's still there. Uh, really talented pitcher. Really talented pitcher. Uh, and he was on that list of... Uh, of minor league players of the year, the dominate the zone pitcher award. Yeah. Dominating the zone. He did not very many walks this year for Isaiah Campbell out of the bullpen. Moving on to the second reliever, Jorge Benitez, 23 years old, pitched in uh, our a levels this year for Modesto and then Everett. He pitched in 25 games in single a Modesto. He went five and two. Uh, he threw 36 innings. That's good for a, and he threw a 3.25 ERA and a 1.111 WHIP. In those 36 innings, he threw 40 strikeouts and 12 
walks, good for a 10 strikeout per nine, and a three walk per nine, very clean. Uh, and then High Everett, he pitched in 11 games, uh, going 0-1 on 12 and two-thirds innings with a 2.13 ERA and a 1.105 whip uh, with 22 strikeouts, six walks. So a lot of strikeouts in those innings. Very talented pitcher here. I think he'll probably be starting out back in Everett next year um, and then make his way up to Arkansas out of the bullpen there. So another very talented guy. A lot of good strikeout stuff out of him. And then this last guy, I thought sneaky we could have seen him in September, depending on the health of the bullpen. Uh, Colin Cober, great year. Uh, 24 years old. Uh, he pitched all year in AA Arkansas. He pitched in 44 games. He started one of those games. Uh, he pitched 48 innings with a 3.56 ERA and a 1.146 whip. Uh, with 64 strikeouts and 23 walks in those 48 innings, that's good for a 12 strikeout per nine and a 4.3 walk per nine. Uh, great end of the year. I think he just improved the whole year. Um, looked really, really solid and composed the last few months of the season. That's why I thought we could have seen him. I think he could have made the jump up to the bullpen and be one of those guys that comes from double-A straight up uh, and impresses. But I think we'll probably see him in double-A, triple-A, potentially the majors last year, depending on health, what they do in the offseason, what the bullpen looks like. Uh, but he's really talented. Very talented reliever, again. So another valuable guy in the org. Uh, and that does it for the players in my Mariners Miners team of the year. A lot of really, really talented players. A lot of great dudes. A lot of names to watch. A lot of future future Mariners. Uh, we'll see most of these guys up in the league or, or traded in the next three years, probably. Three, four years. Um, I don't know about the Dominican Summer League guys. But... Uh, it's really, really a joy for me to pay attention to minor league guys like this. Um, I think it's really important for a lot of people to at least know these names a little bit, know the future of the franchise, because Julio, at one point, I remember we signed this dude Julio Rodriguez years ago, uh, and I could not stop telling my friends about him after his Dominican Summer League. Um, it was It was tremendous. I was like, this dude is... Yeah, and the organization thought that I wasn't in. I wasn't like, and predict Julio. Uh, I just was paying more attention to the minors than most people, um, and it's good to do that. Uh, and I was like, man, this dude, this dude, and he was just 17 year old in the Dominican Summer League as well, much like Michael Arroyo, and much like um, Lazaro Montes. So, very important to pay attention to these guys, know their names a little bit, because uh, they are the future of the organization. I'm going to go through the honorable mentions. Um, Cole Young and Tyler Locklear, uh, they played, I mentioned them a couple uh, weeks ago in a pod. Uh, they had their first month of pro ball in August and September. Uh, and they they were really good. They just didn't, I mean, they didn't play enough games. I wasn't going to include them on this, obviously, but they're worth a shout out because uh, our one and two overall, not overall, but one and two round picks this year uh, looked really good. George Kirby pitched for Tacoma this year, I'm pretty sure. Obviously not including him at all. He was our second best starter all year. So <laughs> I, I wrote in my notes, George Kirby dash LOL as an honorable mention because, you know, I'm going to mention George Kirby whenever I can. 
Uh, I'm just going to go through some of the hitters that had fantastic seasons, easily could make a case for them to be on this team of the year. Um, outfielder Gabriel Gonzalez, he played in the Arizona Complex League and then Single A Modesto. Outfielder Victor Labrada uh, played for Single A Modesto and High A Everett. Um, a catcher first baseman, uh, Andy Thomas, he was up in Everett uh, this year as well. Um, this was a tough decision to not put on the team of the year. Spencer Packard, outfielder and, and DH a little bit this year in, uh, in a single A and high A. Fantastic year. Um, I grappled with him versus uh, Class A and, and the other two guys a little bit. Uh, and even Dario Gomez, because he played DH. I He had a fantastic season. He was probably the closest for me putting him on here. Uh, and then Jake Shiner, another guy I feel like he's been in the org for quite a long time, uh, made remarkable improvements to his game this year down in Arkansas. He plays uh, first base, third base, DH, outfield. I think he's another guy we could potentially see in AAA next year and bouncing up and down as a utility guy. Um, and he, he had a great year this year. Uh, Zach DeLoke in AA as well. He plays outfield, if you remember. I think he was our second-round pick in uh, 2019, something like that. Out of like Texas A&M, I remember that pick fondly. He had a great college career, um, and he uh, improved as well this year. And then Marcus Wilson in Triple A Tacoma had a fantastic season. Same with Evan White down in Triple A Tacoma. Um, as we know, he came back and he hit really well. He played great defense as usual. Um, these are all going to be Tacoma guys after this for the hitters. Uh, Mason McCoy, as I mentioned, middle infielder, great year. Great year. Easily could make the case that he was the best shortstop in the organization this year, for sure. Uh, Brian O'Keefe, catcher in Triple A Tacoma, also a very good year. Uh, I think he caught a lot of the games with Terenz, uh bouncing up and down and uh, was really solid back there. And then uh, Eric Mejia in Triple A Tacoma, as well as my last hitter, I wanted to shout out. He had a good year at the plate, uh, but it's absurd that. He played every position this year, I think, except for pitcher, catcher, and first base. He played shortstop, second base, third base, all outfield spots, and DH'd for Tacoma this year. <laughs> he was everywhere. I wanted to put him on this list because he's a, he was a, he had a pretty solid year at the plate, but it's astounding that he played almost every position. Uh, I don't know the defensive metrics, but there's so much value in a guy that you can literally put anywhere. So, uh, shout out to him. That's that's crazy. Uh, and then some pitchers I wanted to shout out. Nick Ramirez had a great year in Triple A Tacoma. He's a relief pitcher. Uh, could easily see him next year up. I, I thought we could have seen him this year. Uh, I think he closed a lot of games for them down there. Uh, I thought we could have seen him this year, but we didn't. Um, Tyler Driver, he pitched in uh, both A-ball clubs and then Tacoma later in the year. Good year for him. Braden Shipley. Uh, and Double A Arkansas had a great year out of the bullpen as well. And then my last reliever to shout out here is Travis Kuhn. Uh, him and Colin Kober, both for Arkansas this year, pitched for them out of the bullpen. Both fantastic years. Uh, I swapped them in and out of my team of the year a lot. Um, very, very, both solid years. Both guys I thought we could have also seen up in the bullpen this year. I think we will next year. I think we will next year see either one of these guys up there. Very, very good guys out of the bullpen. And then a few starters in my honorable mentions here were uh, Jordan Jackson. 
who made some starts for both A-ball clubs this year. Good year for him. Uh, Stephen Kolick out of Double Arkansas almost put him in the start in one of the starter spots for Team of the Year. He had a great year down there in Arkansas. Uh, Jimmy Joyce, great name, great name. Uh, he pitched, started in uh, both A-ball clubs as well. Solid year. Then the last guy on this list was starting pitcher Juan Mercedes, another great name, who pitched for both A-ball clubs and then Tacoma towards the end of the year as well. Uh, and there's more guys who had good seasons, but these were the ones who had great years uh, that I, I noticed and everyone else in the organization and fans of these teams probably noticed. Great years for these guys. Just didn't quite make it on my team of the year, but I didn't want to leave their names off the list. Because they're they're relevant too, and doesn't mean they're better or worse players. Because uh, all the off season's coming, all these dudes are fighting for a spot in the major league level. Um, that's what makes minor league baseball so fun. And all these guys are about to get a pay raise next year too. So hype for that, hype for that. Um, and that about does it for my Mariners Miners team of the year. Thank you for listening this far. If you made it this far, um, hopefully. Uh, with listening to this and encouraging you to follow at MILB Miners on Twitter, follow them, please, if you're a Mariners fan. I don't even care if you don't care about the Miners. You'll get some tidbits. You'll learn more names. Uh, and it's one. It's my favorite Twitter account on Twitter. I've said it so many times. I love Mariners and Miners on Twitter. Uh, and shout out to them for the work that they do. I don't know if it's one person or multiple people, but the work that they do all year um, is amazing. Uh, and I would not have this much knowledge of these minor leaguers without them. So please give them a follow. Uh, and then also give me a follow on Twitter at KSBall1977. Thank you so much for listening. Recommend us to your friends. Have them listen to this pod to uh, learn about what some of our great minor league players did this year. Because uh, there's obviously a lot of emphasis on this team and breaking the postseason drought. But just as importantly, there's a feature down there in those minor leagues and you got to know these dudes' names so when they come up to the bigs, you can tell your friends, hey, I told you about this guy last year, years ago, didn't I? <laughs> That's fun to do. Okay. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. Please rate and review us wherever you are listening. Uh, and have a great day. And best of all, most importantly of all, go Mariners and go Mariners Miners. <laughs>